Hey weirdos, in today's episode we're going to discuss the AFC South offseason and the 2020 fantasy relevance for each one of the AFC South teams. So hold on to your hats, let's get weird. Look, I like you guys, okay? Especially you, okay? Don't feel bad about that, but I like you guys, so I'll tell you where it is. But, uh, but first, I need to see something, okay? And it's going to involve both of you. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to get weird. Two dragons. What is up, weirdos? What is up, Jake? How's we- it going, brother? Oh, man, it's doing good. Very weird fantasy coming back after you. You know, Jake, you look a little uh, you look a little tethered to that tethered. microphone and chair there. Dude, so we come in here, and I'm trying to make <laughs> this better for the show. This is not mm-hmm. with me. I don't care. I want the show to be good. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this microphone needs to be right here. If I want to touch it, I want to know that it's going to stay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is not staying. <laughs> I need something now. So we used a paper clip, some bubble gum, and a toothpick. And MacGyvered it. Yeah. So very, uh, very, very Mickey Mouse for a professional podcast. Like, oh no, 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 no. Mickey Mouse is way professional. This is amateur hour here. Mickey Mouse would not. Fi- he would use Fantasia, that magic stuff. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Little, Plus, he's got wand. the gloves. His white gloves. That shows you right there white. that. The white glove says, I'm a professional. So he's like yeah, a professional thief because he's got white no, gloves. No, not, not me. Yes, Gabe. Can I ask a question? Yeah. We did say yes, Gabe. Go for it. Why is it that Mickey and Goofy, Goofy gets to ride around in a car with Mickey and play golf, yet he's a dog, but Pluto, <clears throat> who is also a dog, has to sleep in the doghouse? That's a good question. Because man's best friend is a is, dog, is and Goofy dog? is Mickey Mouse's okay. best friend. Is Goofy a dog? Like, does yes. he have dog parts? So Pluto goes on fours. All <laughs> well, fours. That's a legitimate question. I think he does. Pluto okay. runs around on all fours. I've got this. Goofy walks around on two feet. I've got the answer to this. Okay, the reason is safety. Because safety. yes, because Goofy, since he is on two feet, he can sit up and wear a seatbelt because safety first. This is Disney we're talking about, right? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's it because he can wear a seatbelt. That's it. That's the underlying <laughs> reason go, as to why. There's your answer as to <laughs> why their... Goofy. Goofy can also talk. Yeah. Gosh. They're both dogs. I understand that. I need to look okay, that up. So time out. Okay. So Brian on the family guy, he walks around on two feet. Yes. Uh-huh. He, he eats at the table and he talks. So maybe we're onto something here. Only dogs in Hollywood that walk on two feet and speak are like humans. But they're not in Hollywood. I, I think it's just escalation. Oh, no. no, no, no. Disney. They're just like oh, they they're, they're get movie stars. They're, they're, they're stars. They're celebrities. Hollywood. Huh. Yeah. More celebrities. More celebrities than us. Let's talk about like real like like football celebrities. Like football celebrities. So as we mentioned in the in the intro, we are gonna discuss the AFC South. We're gonna talk about all of these players. Uh each team we're gonna break down their the off season moves, the free agents, what we think they may do, and also talk about their fantasy relevance. Yeah, where we were trying to put the Titans with the NFC South mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier before the show, we we're like, okay, so they're with, and you look at me like a deer in the headlight look, right? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're with the Panthers and they're with Atlanta 
and they're with the Why Saints. Why is it so hard? And there's the Titans. And then I go, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know? But no, they're with the Texans and the Colts and the Jaguars. Funny thing is, mm-hmm. you said, what about that conference? Like, How, it sounds boring. That's the boring. But yeah. here's the thing. The Jaguars last mm-hmm. year went 6-10. and 10. The Dallas Cowboys, with the best team in the NFL, went 7-9. and nine. You know, and Maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. All I know is they may, they missed the playoffs. Sure, but the worst team in the AFC South were almost had the same record as the Cowboys. So I guess at the end of the day, there's a collective group of NFL good players, but not a lot of great fantasy players. But you know the the boring fantasy players are the ones that win you your leagues, the ones that go underappreciated sure. and and more valued than they should be. What do they What do they say? Drive for show, putt, putt for, for dough. dough. That's right. Look at there. We're incorporating a little golf. A little, our... a little golf. Now, Jake's a very good golf player. I'm very poor. So if we're going to talk fantasy golf, Jake's the guy to go to. I love me some golf. Tennessee oh. Titans. Now, I've been having a hard time saying Tennessee Titans. I Is don't know why. It's, been, it's it's. I the get back confused. Back? Uh, like, I hear TT and I'm like, mind blown. Yeah. I, no, I just get confused. Tit- no, because you say... You'll Houston, say like, ten, you'll say Tennessee Oilers. <laughs> what is up with that? I like, don't know. Like this is a '90s Warren Moon. Houston. Like, it was Houston on. Oilers. That was 25 years ago. Yeah, Houston, like, Houston came back with a better team. Not only are they not in Houston, but they're not like the tight. They're not Oilers anymore. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Let's talk about the Tennessee Titans. So as we know, uh, Marcus Mariota started the season last year terrible. He basically high starts every year. He, I mean, he sucked outside of the first year. He sucked. They started out two and four. Uh, this man named Ryan Tannehill, who apparently knows how to play football. Yeah. Uh, uh, once he leaves Miami, purgatory of, of that beautiful part of the United States, of the, of where the, the Chiefs South, won the, the Southeast. Super Bowl. Let's not forget. That's True. Where the Chiefs won the Paying Super Bowl. homage there. He comes over and takes the team. The rest of the way goes six and three. And he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So, I mean, statistically, one of the best. There's a couple little notes that I, I kind of wanted to, to, to brush on. Um, I got nothing better to do. Well, I mean, that's what we're going to do anyways. You're tethered <laughs> to that stinking microphone and chair as we, as we spot. So one thing that was underappreciated in regards to uh, Tannehill's season was he had a 19.6 tight window percentage. So what that means is hard throws to make. So a defender is locked on. You got to put that ball in the perfect spot. That was good for sixth in the NFL once Tannehill came in. Okay. And that's hard to do. 19.6 as a, uh, I an example. I know who this gentleman is up in some like random closet no, watching closet. a game. We're talking basement. Like, and these and are all, he's uh, like, hey, no. uh, he pushes up his glasses. Uh, I, I noticed that uh, Danny Hill, he, uh, he came in with 19.6 tight throws. Uh, yeah. And they were like slamming the door. She's like, shut up. Uh, can you please bring my stapler? Yeah, my yeah. stapler. Now, this is actually, <laughs> someone is. doesn't actually get all this stuff together. This is from Pro Football Focus, these numbers, which is algorithm based. It's something that literally gets punched into a computer and it spits out like the back, the back computer. Question. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm not going to interrupt you. Okay. Keep going. Well, I, I will ask get to that question in a little bit. Well, I don't that, have a question. That, I have a statement. A statement. I, I can see that, and I want to I want to hit that. So speaking of weird uh, numbers, so Tannehill also has a .6 uh, air yards beyond the first down marker. 
So what that means is say it is third and six. So he averages 6.6. Say it's uh, first and 15. He averages 15.6 yards. What does that tell you? That tells you that he is not reliant on his wide receivers to get that rack, the run after catch, scoring a touchdown. Okay. That's a big thing. Anyways, he was number one NFL quarterback in passing rating and total QBR. We're talking total stats here. So let's break this down now to fantasy purposes. Because here's the deal. Mm -hmm. This is what I was going to say. This is my statement. All right, two minutes. Go. You're a freaking quarterback. Yeah. Throw the ball, score touchdowns. The other stuff, Make your money. The other stuff is going to happen. You can't sit there and go, well, I think this game, 20% of my passes are going to be in a tight window. Mm-hmm. Like, you step back in the pocket, you step into the pocket, and you make a pass. Brett Favre style. There, no that, regrets. It's that, it's that simple, <laughs> folks. Like, you are a quarterback. I do appreciate the stats, but when you mm-hmm. said at the very end, being number one in mm-hmm. QBR, being number one in pocket passes, or being mm-hmm. number one in, in third downs, yep. those are the things that are the the real flashy the tangibles the stuff that I want to grab onto and and that's I mean that is the that is the meat the total stats the general stats when you get into the potatoes you can really be able to forecast what's going to happen what's going to happen for the future now with these potatoes that are fed it makes you think all right so how important was AJ Brown obviously AJ Brown had a phenomenal rookie season yep I mean, great. One thing that most people don't realize that outside of the uh, once Tannehill came, he had an incredible twenty six point two yards per catch. You know who else that reminds me Not of? Not sustainable. And we'll talk about him later. But DJ Chark. It's so fascinating to me how mm-hmm. a quarterback, the backup quarterback, mm-hmm. always has a wide receiver that they just connected with. They connected with him in preseason. Mm-hmm. They connected with him during OTAs and, and the off-season trainings and all that stuff. And sure. it's funny. When they come in, they're like, hey, you're my dude. Let's do that thing that we did all between the, the months of May and, and August. And on that note, uh, Corey Davis is what people thought that was. The, I did the too. seventh overall pick. In the, the preseason, receiver. he went off. And now, I thought, okay. Now, uh, and I agree. And I we both thought that. They didn't, I drafted they, him. they didn't pick up his fifth-year rookie op, rookie contract, so he's going to be a free agent. Let's talk about Derrick Henry. So once Derrick Hen- or once Tanhill became the quarterback, the starting quarterback, Derrick Henry and his teeth. <laughs> it comes together, folks. <laughs> his teeth made me Those chompers. Who? He started wow. feasting on defense defenses with that. Mm-hmm. So he had well over six yards per carry after twelve touchdowns afterwards. He averaged well over 140 yards a game. Before that, he only had 100-yard game. Henry is a free agent to be. Tannehill is a free agent to be. Here's my my guess. Go. Tannehill gets a three-year, $80 million contract. Okay. So you think that's better than two years of Tom Brady for $40 million? So for $80 million? You're telling me... You're going to sign Tannehill to three years, $80 million, and we can give that $80 million to Tom Brady for two years. I'm telling you that Tom Brady wouldn't go to Tennessee. So you have to be able to – you have to actually be able to have two people be able to dance. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of have to. That way that they can give the franchise to to Derrick Henry. So that's uh, that's the brief synopsis when it comes down to, 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 to the Titans. 
not the Houston Oilers. Listen, you committed to me five minutes. That yeah. was like nine and a half. Yeah, but you inter- a you, brief synopsis. You interjected. So <laughs> I can tell you're a big Tennessee. You, brother. I can tell you're a big Tennessee fan. I think a lot of us are. I mean, They're as a football fun. fan, as a football <clears throat> fan, yeah. Wow, the Tennessee Titans, and I used to be scared of them because Andy Reid was one and eight. Mm-hmm. One and eight versus the Tennessee Titans. That was the only team he had not beat twice. And then he did. He finally got over that hump, bigger humps with the Super Bowl win. But the Titans, um, they're just they need to play their cards right here because they have something special and they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl next year. I mean, it's not that I'm very interested. It's just that they're so interesting. They were polar opposites the beginning oh, yeah. of the year to the end. It's it's It doesn't happen That's like true. that. Hit me with something, Jake. Okay, I've got the Colts. Now, listen, the Colts is another team mm-hmm. in the AFC South that just surprises me because they have good players. They have Marlon Mack. Yeah. Dude, the dude, when he's healthy, is one of the best running backs in the league. Can't catch a lick, but he can run. No, but you have T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. Can't okay. catch when he's injured. No, <laughs> he can, no. Yeah. But that's the thing. These injury bugs, these guys are getting older. Yeah. That's the one thing with this team that you got to look at is they have Brissett as quarterback. Mm-hmm. Again, another team, another team that Tom Brady has, his his fingers are all in like, it's weird how this year, and I hate, I don't hate Tom Brady. Let You're me in love with Tom Brady's fingers. I, I dude, he could caress me. Just kind of like, just pet me. In a very weird say, way. it's going to be okay, Jake. <laughs> but uh, no, man, there's so many teams that, that Tom Brady would fit in. For two years, that's all. Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. You say Tom Brady would never go there. I'm saying if you got the money, he's going to go. And he's going to do, they won't win a Super Bowl. I'll tell you this right now. Tom Brady will never win another Super Bowl. End of story. I think that whoever, whichever team is going to sign Tom Brady, it's going to be a team that is in position to win a Super Bowl. And so there's a decent chance. But, so that uh, is the Chiefs. The Titans. The Titans. Yeah. They have Dallas I've heard Cowboys. the Eagles. Dallas Cowboys would be a great I hear spot. the Cowboys because mm-hmm. they're right there on the cusp. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're not talking about those other teams. We're talking about the AFC South. So Colts have Eric Ebron. He is on the free agent market. Dude, he's a good tight end. I couldn't believe how well he did. Uh, sure. Because, again, Brissett locked in. Touchdown dependent. Yeah. It's very touchdown But he's a good, dependent. I think, a team with a good tight end. Mm-hmm has a recipe to go a long way because again, I think it's all, you said something earlier about how without Tannehill, Derrick Henry was nothing. That's true because if you don't have a good quarterback and you don't have a good offensive line, you don't have a good running back. Those are the three things it takes for to have a good running back. Sure. Somebody that can throw the ball. So they're not stacking the box. The defense not stacking the box and some blockers that know what they're doing and creating holes for that running back to run 140 yards. Again. And Indy has a great offense. They do. Line. They do, man. They they do. Okay, who we got next? Well, let me ask you a question. Oh, you have really a question quick. About yeah. It? What do you do with the quarterback situation? What's you, wrong with Brissett? Gun at your gun at your head. Keep Brissett. Keep him. Keep him. He's yeah. cheap. You can get him cheap. Well, That's I mean, the thing. You got, they got him cheap. Okay. Keep playing with him. Now, if you, you can gonna land, groom, you gonna groom someone? You gonna uh, bring in Teddy Bridgewater? Man, that would be awesome. <coughs> that that's a good question because I think Teddy is ready to play football. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was ready. I think he was one of those guys that statistically was a rookie, came in, had high hopes, and then just fell flat on his face because of his style and being Did under the wrong Did he fall flat on his face, though? Quarterback. Man, he was Dude, very successful listen, for two teams. No, no, no. you got to realize at the Vikings where he came from, mm-hmm. yes. He, bro- he broke his leg. He I, shattered I, I that I understand that. Yeah. But he that was the wrong system, and I'm not a big fan but of But he was coach. great. I mean, he was great. 
The difference between Sam, like for Minnesota, the difference between Sam Bradford and Terry, uh, Teddy Bridgewater was the exact same scenario that you had with any quarterback that has Sam Bradford to be (laughs) in competition with is going to be great. Oh my (laughs) god, that That is actually good fantasy. Oh my lord, all right, Sam Bradford. I love that. Let's let's end that one. That all right, Jaguars. That's that is uh, that I, I would like. You just sing the DJ Chark song for me. DJ Chark, do, 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 do. DJ Chark, do, 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 do. Dude's a man. All the babies in the world love DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. And you know who makes a lot of babies within the future? <laughs> Minshew Nation. Oh, my goodness. Like, uh, okay, Listen, so. there's more. There are some legi- illegitimate baby Minshews running around <laughs> the world. You got to go with the odds. You yes, got to go yes. with the odds. Uh, so, DJ Chark, I have him way up this upcoming year i mean he's going to be one of my one of my people that i'm going after uh they don't have a lot of free agents or no, any they have, fantasy actually they have no agents. notable free agents this mm-hmm. year this is a team and i'll let you get to it but this is a team that all around has a good team but they just can't figure there's something missing what do you think it is i mean is there anything missing though you have they win? two decent quarterbacks Minshew and Foles. yeah you have Leonard Fournette, yeah. one of the better running backs in the league. You have DJ Chark, and then you have O'Shaughnessy and Swam as your tight ends. Like two, to me, top 15 tight ends. The answer obviously lies in the defense. Because their offense was was the top one of the top but tier. But their defense was supposed to be number one or two. Supposed, in supposed, supposed. They were good three years ago, and they have not been since. You know what yeah. I mean? So, But you have, you mentioned Leonard Fournette. I got him as my number seven running back going into the 2020. So he's he, a top two, top two round, round one, round two? Oh, absolutely. Okay. He, he, he showed us something. He Not only did he run the ball, because you have to stay on the field to run the ball. So he stayed healthy. He stayed healthy. He stayed mentally, uh, mentally healthy. Yes. He caught the ball. On a large clip, whether it was Foles or whether it was our man Minshew, and much the same this upcoming year, they need to add a couple uh, defensive pieces, and uh, they will be uh, relevant. I think in the draft, we talked about the draft. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do well in the defense. They got rid sure. of Jalen Ramsey. He was a cancer. Oh come on! No, 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 no. He was a cancer. So He's, they'll I'll, be better. If if a cancer makes you good. I'll live with that cancer. You know what's crazy is cancer grows. It's supposed to grow on you. Mm-hmm. He did not. It should have grown in a better way. <laughs> yeah. He was the type of cornerback that makes everybody else around him better. Because that defensive line should be able to penetrate. The the linebackers should be able to find the find the gaps to go in and, and stop the running backs. What else? What right. else we got? So lastly <clears throat> in the AFC South is the Tennessee Titans. Came in first place, went 10 and 6. Say what? Oh, the Houston Texans. Now you're messing up Houston. their names. Oh, okay, so this is got you osmosis. Have really, it's osmosis. It? Yeah, I need it to be reverse osmosis. <laughs> reverse osmosis. Well, tell us about the Houston. Speaking of what will never be osmosis is mm-hmm. your style of dress mm-hmm. and my style of dress. Okay. That will never, ever, ever. You know, I'm glad you're comfortable wearing what you're wearing. You know what? I am comfortable. Every what day. What is this hat I, you have on? Like. My hat? Yes. What Are you, you making what, fun of my hat? What would you call that? Uh, well, I call it 120 bucks. Is what I call it. <laughs> if you spend 120 Folks, bucks on a hat, listen. by God, you're gonna wear a 120 dollar hat. <laughs> um, I've heard of shoes and jackets and jeans and. Oh man, that's like telling me you wear have a 120 dollar belt on. 
I think my most expensive belt's like forty five bucks. Let's get back to this hat. What okay. is this called? Uh God, I don't know. Something you don't even know the name of, of it, the style? Of a, something of a fedora. I mean It's like uh, a miniature fedora. It's even got something a tassel hanging. What is this uh, hanging? Yeah. No, what does that say? There's a little metal let me hand it hand it here. Uh, no. Gosh. Hand it over here. Okay, folks. So what we have here is a fedora. It's got a little Oh but it's not you a bought fedora. this from American Eagle? That's not American Eagle. You bought this is trash. Oh, shut up. Okay, wait Tell a them what, what it really is. Epic the, uh, Hat you, Company. You take it back. It's a custom-made hat, my friend. Oh, wait. You had your head measured, and then they sent oh. off for... <laughs> this has a paisley, so, little silky... So you create a hat to best uh, to best suit your style, and then they build it for you and send it over. And then they... What happens is they tried to hide, Gabe, this little American Eagle symbol. Oh, yeah. That's that's what it they is. Sew, they sewed in the epic... This is something that uh, mm-hmm. what's that guy walk around with the cane? He'd flip it around and and wear a hat like this. Uh, Mr. Got... Peanut Guy, Chaplin. Chaplin, that's him. So yeah, so okay. my hat's amazing, and your take on my hat is very poor. <laughs> but you know what's not poor? Houston. Yeah, the Houston <laughs> Texans. So they have a little issue at running back. It, so it's Lamar Miller, who's been hurt every year he's been in the league. Is it, I don't think they resign him. Lamar Carlos Miller Hyde. wakes up in the morning, goes and urinates, and throws out his back. So they have Duke Johnson. You just totally sidestep my joke. Say it one more time. Okay. I'll laugh. I promise uh, okay. I'll laugh this time. Go. Okay. Uh, Lamar Miller uh-huh. wakes up in the morning, urinates, and throws out his back while yawning and urinating. <laughs> oh, so if, you, <laughs> if he doesn't yawn, he's fine. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, I know. Lord. Hilarious. Okay. Tell us. So Lamar Miller is not going to be signed again. Carlos Hyde is a free agent. Mm-hmm. And you have Duke Johnson that has a small but good contract. Sure. He's more of a third down but, back type of So guy. what do you think? Do you think you have Cream Hunt out there kind of f- flopping around? Not flopping around, but in the air. You have Melvin Gordon out there that could use a contract. Man, you know I love Melvin Gordon this upcoming year. I don't care where he goes. Like, Melvin Gordon's going to eat. Um, but as as I had mentioned in a, a previous time, it's it's Kareem Hunt over there. Perfect for that system. Perfect for that system. Dude. He, can, he can catch, and he can he can run outside the box and inside when needed. I think, Car- I think Nick Chubb would mm-hmm. really like that to happen. Because oh, he's not this, coming back. His stats went half and half. You don't think so? He's Kareem not Hunt coming was... back to Cleveland. Okay. No. Cleveland needs so, to focus on other. other I agree stuff. that mm-hmm. if Kareem Hunt goes to man, that will make mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson so much better. It's going to make DeAndre Hopkins so much better and Fuller so much better because this tandem thing where you had three running backs, it just doesn't work for a team like that. You going to shoot to your head? Go. Here you go. Okay, Kareem Hunt goes to Houston. Where do you put him? Gun to your head. I put him at running back. <laughs> I put him on flex. What are you talking about? <laughs> where, you like, I put where, him? where would you rank him? Like just a quick, quick off the top. Yeah, I know we oh, haven't dude. done our, ra- our no, no, no. final our rankings. I yet, would but. say, I would say top ten running back. Okay, and that would put I, I, that yeah. would put Nick Chubb back in the top ten, top five. Nick Chubb would be a top three or four. Pick. I have my my back. early season rankings as uh, Nick Chubb as seven. I don't know if we've gone over our, our ranking list just yet, but I have him at seven. I would put I would put Hunt uh, top ten as well. Okay, so that's the AFC yeah. South, folks. I'm gonna throw something at you. Hit me. This has been in the news a lot lately because of the bargaining agreement and the player mm-hmm. association. 
So the NFL is really pushing for 17 games. Yes. They're going to... Money, man. They're going to um, reduce preseason by one game, mm-hmm. which essentially, now you're still playing the same amount of games. Mm-hmm. As a season ticket holder, I know i got to buy 10 games every year. So it still keeps it the same. Um, what do you think of that? That's my number one thing. And I've got one more thing about the playoffs. Um, I'm, a, as a football fan... I like it. I'm not a fan of the preseason anyways. In that last game, they don't play the players. Okay. So, as a football fan, I like it. Okay, so with a, a, a so the NFL is trying to do this thing where we're all for the players and we are their safety, yet they're going mm-hmm. to add a game to this. How do you what do you think the take is on that? I mean, like we're all for safety as well until it gets like in front of our bottom dollar. You know, if mm-hmm. if you're out working on a job site, your boss has an opportunity to make a million dollars and he's going to make you not harness up. I'm sure he's all about making that million dollars more than you, you know, spraining your leg in a fall. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't listen to any of that crap. Okay. I'm telling you guys too, not because they're they're talking strikes. Mm -hmm. They're talking uh, people sitting out. They're talking people being in an uproar over this. So we'll see how that plays out. We still have six months before football starts again. As a season ticket holder, uh, Jake, I've never had NFL season tickets before. Are they going to up your price? Uh, they want uh, 15 bucks a ticket. Like additional? That's it. 15 Yeah. So we're talking extrapolate. So 150 bucks more, a ticket. Who gets the, the additional home game? I mean, if it's 17 games, how's that going to work? That's a good – I think that, that I have not really paid that much attention to. Yeah. I think right now they're just getting talks. Mm-hmm. Like, are you guys stuff. open to this? Then we'll talk oh, about all these that's details gonna later. Happen. If it doesn't happen, then they're – like the the owners will find something. Like, Well, it would be like this year the Chiefs get an extra home team. Mm-hmm. Next year the San Diego Chargers get an extra home game. That's some bull crap though. You know? well, how like, are you going to do it? There's too many, there's too many variables there to, to truly quantify what's fair and what's not. And so I don't, I don't like that aspect, but uh, I do like more football. So let's roll. All right. I got an idea. Hit me. If you win the Super Bowl, you get to play an extra home game at the end of the year where you really need it. Or if you made the playoffs, I think it could be uh, playoff implications mm-hmm. where if your team actually did good, then you get a favorable spot where if you didn't, then you get to play your extra home game at the beginning of the year when it really doesn't matter. I think we should sit on these talks. Okay. So speaking of uh, of extra games towards the end of the year, like what was the other? Uh, okay, so the playoffs. Right? Adding an extra team to the playoffs Okay. where only one team would get a bye. So you're a number one team in, that took over the AFC. So like this year it would have been, it would have been Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens would have mm-hmm. got the bye. Sure. But the Chiefs would have had to play week one against the weakest team in the AFC. Okay. And then and then the other teams would play like normal. And then, and obviously in the NFC, it was the San Francisco 49ers who got the bye, and they would play the weakest, which what's funny, it would have been the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So the NFC East is probably the worst division in the NFC right now, or they were last year. So what are you going to do, add another terrible NFC East team to the to the mix? My first my first thoughts when I heard this was again as a football fan more games to watch you know I doesn't help me any unless my team is one of those who had the top two spots would the Rams get, would like, have made the playoffs if it was an extra team were they the one, last one sitting out they wouldn't okay. they wouldn't have I think it was the in the AFC mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was um, the Pittsburgh Steelers they were the last they were the, and I'm glad because. Man, they were hot at the end of the year last year, you know? Yeah. More but football. You, 
<clears throat> you have more teams that are sitting on the outside right now with better records than the nine and seven Eagles that didn't make the playoffs. But here's what's going to happen. Ultimately, what's going to happen again? More money. money. This is yeah. going to allow. Well, what are we going to do? Well, we have more. Like half the teams are going to be making the playoffs. We just got to add another team. True. And in turn, more revenue and everything, which again, I'm okay with. Give it well, to nice. Me. Well, this is what we're going to be doing for the next uh, mm-hmm. seven more weeks. Sure. We're going to analyze every conference in the AFC. We'll do the AFC first. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do the NFC. And then uh, next week, let's go ahead and do the AFC North. AFC North. We did the South this time. Let's do the North. Like it. So so now you guys all know. So keep in touch. You'll, you'll know what's going to happen next week. What's going to happen for us this upcoming week? So what we have, we've been asked to... Let me grab this flyer. Mm-hmm. So I met with a gentleman that is with the Sertoma, the heart of the Ozark Sertoma Club here in Springfield, Missouri. They are having a really cool thing next Friday night, March 6, 2020. It's called the Great Elixir Mixer, yes. benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Springfield. There's, so what they're doing is they've brought in 15 vendors that are bringing their best mixed drink that they've come up with for their establishment for their restaurant and for their bars. And so we've been asked to be a celebrity judge. Josh, do you think you can keep your stuff together? Wait a minute. You're you're like a one and done. Like I had one shot. Oh, oh. (laughs) So you're telling me that like we get to judge alcohol? (laughs) That's that's what I'm trying to tell you. By God. Yeah, I can can do that. So folks, uh, tickets to this are 50 bucks a person. Now remember, it does go to the Boys and Girls Club of Springfield. Mm -hmm. They're going to do this downtown Springfield at the Old Glass Place. Very nice establishment. I've been there a couple of times. And then at 9 o'clock, the mixtapes mm-hmm. are going to take the stage. Friends of ours. And they are going to play some awesome 90s music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mixtapes are great. If you haven't seen them, I feel like everybody now, everybody in Springfield has seen the mixtapes. Because yeah. i seen them when they first started. And I'm like, oh, my God, these guys are really good. Mm-hmm. So the so, Heart of the Ozarks. You know, partnered. I play with the mixtapes, right? I remember. I, listen, we're not going down that road. We're not going down that road. No. I like it says a night of magic. They've never been the same since. Just kidding. <laughs> a night of magical cocktails presented by Heart of the Ozark Sertoma. And this is all benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Springfield. We will have a link um, on our website. You can click on it or you can go to bgclubspringfield.org. That means Boys, Girls, Club. bgclubspringfield.org. To sign up, buy tickets. They're only letting 300 people in. So sign up quickly. They'll that, have cash bar too. There's not just the mixer. And it's fancy. Get, it you, is. Get to, you, you get to get to dress up, up and, and, nice. and treat your treat your wife like uh, like she's the princess that she is. And uh, We're going to go to do lunch know. with these folks on Friday. So we're going to learn Let's even more about this. You so. did a great job. You know, a lot of people don't, don't really know us behind the scenes. You may have seen a couple clips and things that Jake is the man. He could sit anywhere in any room. And he has this magnetism to where people will want to talk to him. I just like people. And it's the same. And uh, and, and and Jake worked that one very, very well. He knows some people, and uh, and now we all know some Eric people. Eric McGuire, mm-hmm. he's with Simmons Bank. He We saw him at Papo's yesterday. Yeah. And he just kind of, well, then when you left, you had a mm-hmm. business meeting. I mm-hmm. went over and said, tell me more about this deal, you know. And it just we sat there for another two hours talking about it and catching up. And then he's like, dude, how about this? Mm-hmm. You know, so he, he loves our show. And so he's like, man, if you could, 
plug our plug our little program for the kids, and we did. Well, we're glad that we're glad to be a part of that. You're gonna work out perfect here because the outfit mm-hmm. that you have on looks like you're straight from like the 19 no 1850s like a circus yeah. act. Okay. The maestro, <laughs> just without the juggling. You're the ma- you're the maestro's son. <laughs> you're like, Daddy, can I please be the guy that introduces the elephants today? Is that what a maestro is? Like the I'm maestro, sure a maestro is, the is, the, is the orchestrator. He's the dude uh-huh. that comes out with uh-huh. the top hat. The master coordinator. See, your hat uh-huh. is short, so you got the yes. shorter of the top hat. Yes. Well, and uh, but I won't be the son. I will be. I will be the man. <laughs> and I'm going to be the, proper. You're going to kill like, your dad so you could be the maestro. You're yes. that guy. Well, oh wow! No, daddy, I, I made not, you a I drink. I wouldn't do it twice. <laughs> I wouldn't kill my dad twice. Oh, that is like that's just terrible. But you know what's not terrible? You and I, a very weird fantasy. Where can you find us, Jake? You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, every platform you use for a podcast. Just type in a very weird fantasy and you can join our fantasy by just tapping on there, clicking, liking, Mm -hmm. sharing. Let everybody know about our fantasy and that you're a part of our fantasy as well. It's been a great show. We appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time. That's right. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of a very weird fantasy football podcast. Jake and I really appreciate you. We love you in a weird way. Have a great day. See you in the next episode.